This is the Midday Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. I'm on the phone line today with John Heinberg from Total Farm Marketing. John, what are we seeing on the grain markets today? We have a lot of red on our market boards today. Yeah, 2023 isn't starting out the best uh, tone here overall. So we uh, sharply lower in the soybean market, uh, beans, or excuse me, wheat and corn following, following suit here to the downside. But we're seeing this across the entire commodity space. We got a big move in the U.S. dollar today. Maybe that, that chart looks like it wants to turn around, maybe start working a little bit higher. So we're seeing kind of a push on the marketplace in general. Even the equity market seeing pressure, crude oil seeing pressure, livestock market seeing pressure. So it kind of just feels like a risk off Monday or not a Monday, Tuesday to start the 2023. John, I have to kind of make note of this just so that we can remember it. But soybeans closed above $15 to end the year. That's the highest year end close on record. I guess what are kind of just your thoughts on hitting that big number to close the year? Yeah, and that's maybe some of the profits that we're seeing coming out a little bit here. So, you know, we're now getting back below that $15 mark. That was the first time in history we've ever closed at the end of the year over $15 in soybeans. So pretty uh, historical mark in terms of that value that's out there. And, you know, that's the value that producers need to look at that's in all these markets here. We're looking at you know, near all-time highs to start the year. And that means, again, the, the producers need to be wary of what's out there. And hopefully they've been making some cash sales into this market here and, and keeping that price flexibility open to them. But again, you know, it's all driven by weather, which is some of the reason we're down a little bit today, too. We did see some rains come through Argentina over the weekend. So we're seeing some profit taking off of these soybean meal contracts. And that's spilling over into the soybean contracts. But again, maybe this is all just kind of triggered by a little bit that risk-off mentality in general. That's hitting the commodity space today. And John, do we have a tale of two countries right now when it comes to South America? Because we know that Argentina is still struggling with the lack of rain, but yet we're looking at some of those projections for Brazil and they could have a record soybean crop this year. So it seems to be that they're kind of going in opposite directions right now. Yeah, you know, in the big picture of things, right now, Argentina seems to be the focus because of its tie to the soybean meal market. And the fact that if they're tight on bushels and they're tight on supplies, that's going to limit some of those exports there. That brings those end users to the U.S. market for soybean meal. You know, we're really the only other replacement out there. Uh, Brazil also makes a fairly good amount of soybean but meal, but they like to ship the raw bean, per se, over anything. So that's where that strength comes from. But now let's still look at the big picture, despite the weather conditions. You know, you're going to look at Brazil. You got Paraguay, you got Uruguay, you've got Argentina, which are all soybean producing nations down there. We're still going to get a net record production out of South America as we move further into the winter months. So that just keeps me a little defensive on these charts, especially at these price levels. Not saying this market can't roll back over and take off again and go challenge some different highs here. You know, again, like I said, today maybe some profit taking. But down the road here, when we start seeing those combines really start rolling down in South America, bringing those fresh bushels to the, to the, to the market, it's going to weigh on prices. And that's one thing I want to make sure producers are staying wary of as we go forward, that that global competition for, for basically the export demand and the competition on the price level will likely weigh on the U- U.S. beans prices as we move into that March, April, May, you know, June window. John, we're now in the post-holiday season as well. When we talk about the livestock markets, is it pretty typical right now to see a lack of demand after the holidays wrap up? 
Well, we're a little bit of a shift. Yeah, obviously, we we go moving away from what we needed for the retail demand for the holiday tree, the beef rib, you know, and the ham in terms of the pork carcasses. But we're just also watching, too, what's going on with production. Beef production was down 3% last week, week over week. We're still tight on numbers. You know, a little surprised by the weakness that we're seeing here. But, again, I think we're kind of caught in the wash with everything else being on the negative side today. Still watching that February contract going forward. You know, we did put a new contract highs in to close the year softening back on, or excuse me, did that on Thursday, soften back on Friday, a little further follow through here today. But I think that cash market's going to stay supported just given the supplies that are tightness and that tightness of those supplies out there. Going to that hog market right now, there's the actual opposite side of the coin. Watching the demand, we got a lot of pig co- pigs coming through the pipeline here in the front end. We just can't get the cash market to want to take off. And that's what's weighing on that February contract. You know, we're still at $5 premium over the cash index. And look at direct trade. There's still some value that's probably in that futures market that probably needs to come out unless also the cash market wakes up. But those fundamentals, at least on the pork side, just haven't been there. Thank you for the analysis. As always, John, how can listeners get in touch with Total Farm Marketing for more information? Sure. I'd love to chat with them anytime. Feel free to give me a call, 800-334-9779, or shoot me an email at johnh at totalfarmmarketing.com. Don't forget about that website of ours, totalfarmmarketing.com, and we'll have a webinar coming together here for that January 12th report, that key production report that will be out there for the gray markets. Thanks so much for the time, John. Have a great rest of your day. Sounds good, Mark. Have a great day. That was John Heinberg with Total Farm Marketing. It is time now for a check of the midday numbers. At midday, we have a lot of red on our market screens here today. March corn down seven cents at six seventy-one and a half. January soybeans down twenty-five even at fourteen ninety-four and a quarter. March soybean meal down eight dollars and ninety cents at four sixty-two ten. March soybean oil down sixteen cents at 63.91. Chicago wheat down 17 and a half at 781 and a quarter. Minneapolis wheat down 14 even at 912 and a half. Kansas hard red wheat down 19 and a half at 862 and 3 quarters. May oats down 3 and 3 quarters at 360 and a quarter. On the Merck, live cattle for February down a dollar even at 156.90. January feeder cattle down 1 even at 182.70. February lean hogs down $2.27 at 85.42. February pork cutout down $1.82 at 92.25. Class 3 milk for January down 30 cents at 19.24. This has been the Midday Market Report. I'm Mark Magnuson. Stay tuned for the closing markets later today as we will visit with Bill Moore of Price Futures Group here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.